Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever you are in the world. I'm Russell Tovey. And I'm Robert Diamond. And this is Talk Art. Welcome to Talk Art. How are you today, Rob? Today, Russell, I am feeling like a sophisticated communicator. Ooh. And I'm feeling super cool and incredibly stylish because our guest today <laughs> is... And arrogant. And, and all about me, no. Um, <laughs> our guest today has inspired me to feel all of those things because she is one of my heroes. Um, I have discovered her initially through One Extra uh, on the radio Mm -hmm. um, as an amazing DJ but more recently she has been on our screens and she is the most amazing um, person to watch when she interviews other people like I just saw her on the Brit Awards backstage and I was sort of struggling with a lot of the people on the screen I was just a bit like who are all these people and like I'm not really connecting to any of this and then every time she came on the screen I was like our guest is so legendary I just love her and she did the best interview with our friend I think it was with self-esteem but there were so many different musicians there and she was having all these conversations and every time she was on the screen interviewing I was like I love this guest and then every time I don't know I just felt like there was a beacon of light on the screen she brings the best out of people she does and then we went to the birthday party of Ashling B and I couldn't even say hi to you because I was so in awe because mm. I just think you're the coolest so the way to meet you was to invite you onto our podcast <laughs> that's how we make all of our friends I mean wow <laughs> you're so kind oh, so we Sorry, I'm interrupting no, you, no, no. To let, me, welcome... let, me, let me shut my mouth my business. we love an interruption um, so we would like to welcome our new best friend to talk up Clara Ampho. Hi, Clara. Hello. <laughs> you're so kind. Aww, that is the loveliest, loveliest, loveliest thing, and I appreciate that with everything. Thank you. Well, honestly, I'm so grateful for you because I just think you're brilliant. You're such a brilliant Lovely. broadcaster, and it's so Thanks. hard, I think, to connect to people out there. You know what I mean? Like, and I just think you're doing it with such grace and style, and um, you're just an icon, really. To me, yeah. you're very lovely, and I love your jumper today. Oh, you look very stylish. <laughs> He Your mission right, is accomplished. You also t-shirt? look very fantastic. Thank you, Love Yeah, Russell's wearing a Navot Miller T-shirt. who's an artist who recently had on the show. And yeah. legs are out. Legs, the legs are it's out. It's day. not warm enough, but... Life is short. Do what you feel, babes, as exactly. my lovely friend Zazie would say. Yeah? <laughs> it's a motto for life. Do what you feel, babes. Do what you feel, babes. Do what you feel. Do what you feel, babes. You need that on a T-shirt. So, when it comes to presenting, and I was going to ask you this before we come on air, but I want to ask now, do you get nervous? Depends on the job. With radio... 
not really anymore because it just feels like having a chat. You see how we're just here now, us mm. three? It's just like, hey, she just makes having a chat. It depends on the guests sometimes and my preconceived notion of them. So, for example, I don't know, I, there's some heroes that I've been a bit like, I don't know if I want to chat to you because if you're not what I want you to be, maybe I'll be, maybe I'll be disappointed. But so then that can create nerves mm. as opposed to can I do my job properly? Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, well, that motto, never meet your heroes. Sort yeah. Of Luckily, I've never met anyone that's dis disappointed. Me. I've been really lucky so far. Mm. So far. That's really lucky. Actually, no, tell a lie. There's one person I know. <laughs> who, but who, who? I'm not, I know I'm not because it's really bad. It's, it's not a music person. Um, Male or female? I'm not, you're not, not going to get the answer out <laughs> of Stylish, me. unstylish. We're not going to get that. Actually. They're very stylish. Oh, no, they really are. Um, oh, how but, annoying. But again, whatever, look, sometimes you catch people on a bad day, but it's a bad day. I heard that you, you, you did anyway. one of your childhood. We're straight in with the, sh with the shade, aren't oh, we? Yeah, we love that. Before we start this conversation, dear listener, not that we, look, <laughs> not, look at me taking over. <laughs> Hi, this is Talk Up. <laughs> Russell did say that I can get a bit gossipy, plot yeah, fun. Straight Obviously, in. you're talking about art. I heard yes. you yeah. met one of your childhood heroes, though, quite early on in your career, Mary J. Blige. Is that right? But she's fab. She's, yeah, she's, she's major. Isn't she's she? amazing. Yeah. I've, I've interviewed her a couple of times, and she's just gracious and fun, and she's just who you want her to be, but not in a performative way. She's just, she's MJV, but she's just cool. And she's, and she's just very, um, yeah, just no filter. Cause I think, cause of what she sings about and how she performs, yeah. I think she just brings that to her interviews. Like it's just raw, unfiltered. Like this is me, whether you like it or not. Mm -hmm. And I think the reason why people love her is because yeah, she's just, she lets herself be vulnerable with her mm -hmm. fans. And I think that's really special. Yeah, people connect to the music, yeah. don't they? So when it comes to interviewing musicians, mm -hmm. have you ever interviewed artists? And as oh, do you know what I've? I tell you, what, I did. I did um, a thing for the Serpentine yeah. a couple of years ago, um, and it was a celebration. I can't remember for what because it. Do you know what? It was in the pandemic when everything was on Zoom, yeah. and I was doing so so many jobs on Zoom. <laughs> everything sort of melted. And I, I thought it was a celebration of James Barner. That's what it was. It was a celebration of the legendary James Barner, brilliant Ghanaian photographer, um, and uh, lots of different people were sort of involved. Um, and I did a little bit with Edward for about oh god but did I get to chat to James sorry I'm honestly my brain scrambled the past two years there's been so much going on I do you know I've I interviewed him or met him casually actually about six months ago right. but I had to do a thing sort of talking about him uh for this thing on zoom and it was it was just it was really special really interesting but that did make me a little bit nervous because I love art I'm an art fan but I'm not an I wouldn't call myself an art broadcaster per se I'm just a fan yeah. but I think that's how I approach everything that I work on like like, you know, like what you said about me was very lovely, but it's just because I'm excited to be there because I just, I just like music. So I'm on with the Brits, I'm having a good time. Do you know what I mean? Geek, basically. Yeah, like, no. Geeks for art. Exactly. You're a geek for music. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think I probably got a little bit nervous doing that because I was like, oh, why didn't you, I don't know. Why don't you choose like someone like Tracy Evans to do it or like Jay Joplin? I was like, cool. <laughs> all right, wicked. But did then you, did you actually, know it did his make work sense. Already, you know, it did, I, yeah. I, I've always been a fan. Like, um, I've just been aware of him. Obviously, like Ghanaian, so he's like one of our it's your big parents icons. Are Ghanaian, yeah, yeah, right? exactly. So he's one of our big icons, and I went to. 
a show of his when I was last in Ghana in 2019 before we knew the world was going to turn to shit. <laughs> I went to a little gallery um, in Accra and it was this beautiful like retrospective of his art and then lovely Moses Sumney, who I'm sure you, you may yeah. know, yeah, yeah. performed there and it was it was just beautiful. And I've just, yeah, I've just always loved him. So when Serpentine asked me to host host that event, I was like, yeah, abs absolutely. But it did make me a bit nervous. And for those who don't know, what, what does his, what kind of photographs It's is he a lot there? of sort of like portraiture, a lot of sort of, I guess, not necessarily nature, but it's just people. He's obsessed with people. Um, and he photographs like women really, really well. And I guess a lot of the stuff that we see of his now was like shot in like the 60s, 70s, like real just sort of like metropolitan Ghana, like thriving, bustling wow. city life. So I think... I think, I, do you know what? I think with a lot of people's perception, especially when it comes to like anywhere in Africa, particularly sub-Saharan Africa, it's like, you know, everyone's impoverished and everyone's struggling and dead. And that's just not, it's just not, it's not true. Like there is that. Mm. But for me, what I like about his work, he just shows, he just shows Ghana in all of its facets. Like, yeah, he, he he's pho photographed really impoverished people. He photographs middle-class people, the super wealthy, mm. people who may not even realise they're being photographed. Like, he's just, I just think his work's beautiful. There's an incredible art scene in Ghana, and there has been for a yes. while, but in the last, like, few years, it feels like with artists like Amorako Boafo, who's yeah. come out of there and, and really made it, Accra feels like it's the oh, kind it's of centre of... So what, what is the art scene like as, as a punter, as someone visiting? You it? know what? It's it's interesting because the, I'll tell you one thing about Ghana that I love is that every, pretty much 90% of all the shops you'll see, apart from the super commercial ones like in the in the shopping mall, like in Accra Mall, they're all hand-painted signs. All hand, like oh, so yeah. the hairdressers, yeah, you know, the, the I don't know, the guy that fixes your washing machine, um, I don't know, like the pet shop, whatever, it's all hand painted size. So you're surrounded by people's original art wherever mm. you go. Like, any the minute you step out of the airport, it's just all local artists, like in, in Kotoka, um, in the, in, sorry, that's a, it's a what, what, what am I trying to say? Sorry, do you know what? Sometimes I think bilingually. <laughs> so is that Ghanaian? Just... Yeah, no, it was tree. Tree's the language. Tree's the language that right. that Ghanaians speak. But yeah, Ghanaian is the international airport in Ghana. Um, yeah, <laughs> there's but there's art. There's art everywhere, and it's just, yeah, and it's all hand painted, and it's and it's beautiful. And so I think you can't help but be absorbed in what the locals can do. And actually, the the last time I was there, which was 2019, I got a piece of art through hand luggage, and it's one of my proudest achievements. Really? Because I was like, yes. I bucked the system. I got. What is it? It's just it's um it's a hairdresser sign yeah. um from uh, it's from the sort of like tourist market from this artist called Ras Banana, um and it's just a beautiful like yeah traditional Ghanaian hairdresser and I've got it in my wardrobe room like where oh, nice. where I do my hair so I can feel like. Is there an appreciation yeah. locally in a craft for this craftsmanship? For oh, this... definitely. Like oh my gosh, like if you. If you're, I don't know, just driving down the highway, there's people there like handcrafting like statues, like painting signs, like like just for whatever. Like, I mean, it's it's a different country, but there's a guy um, in Jamaica called Nurse Signs. You you you've probably seen his work, and may you may not have realised that it's his, but it's very distinctive, sort of like almost like bubble writing like graffiti style mm. um and he makes signs for all the sort of like big artists in like in in jamaica like like whoever you are he's just he's just known for like doing stuff and he gets like big commissions to do a lot of things out there and it's oh we've got a mint oh lovely yeah, thank yeah. you for the minty thank you very much <clears throat>
Also, I speak really fast. So do we. Okay, great. Lovely. But, yeah, so... But that little brain fart there, me, my brain talking about the airport, you can really cut that out because that's going to no, annoy No, it's me. nice. No, it's going to annoy Some me. people listen to us at like two times the speed, so they don't need to. Okay, wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. I actually do have a friend, John, who puts it on times two and cycles across London. Well, so, so many people that's listen to all our podcasts because they want to get through so many, so they put them at double speed. Yeah. I couldn't handle that. So talking about your art collection then, because yeah. I think I saw, it might have been The Sun Online did a tour of your house and there are... <laughs> Didn't ask me about it. Surprise. <laughs> Honestly. There's a lot of artworks in your house and mm. there's a beautiful artist that you've been championing. I think her name is Josephine Chime. Yes, uh, Chime. Chime. Yeah, yeah, Josephine. She's amazing. So she's been painting your mum and she did a painting of your yeah, dad. Yeah, yeah, she did, yeah. So Josephine's a good friend of mine. We met, uh, we just met Raven, to be honest. We met, we met in the club, like a lot of my friends. Like, um, And she's a brilliant, eccentric wonderful Nigerian woman like Josephine is truly one of one but her, her work is it's just so brilliant it's really she works with a lot of different textures she loves color um and yeah the way she painted my parents is amazing so the first bit I got her to do was um yeah a picture of my mum uh from a wedding reception and she and my mum's like traditional Ghanaian like kente cloth and she drew like she hand drew like ev everything so perfectly with like red biro and then with green and then with yellow and then like painted over it and then got the texture for my mum's necklace like just right and and like just the lines in her face and everything and I and I honestly I was blown away like when when uh, she did it for me, because she she did it for me as a housewarming gift for my old flat. So I had it for about eight or nine years. Did you know she was making it? I mean, I asked her to. I was oh. like, I really want this in my house. Like, did you know you wanted a painting of your mum? Yeah, right. I, re I really, I really wanted one. Um, and then about three months ago, she did one of my dad because my dad passed away about five. Six, yeah, gosh, twenty fifteen he passed away. And I thought, do you know what? I really want one to go side by side. So I got my mum's is in like the far right of my living room. Then my dad's is on the far left and they're on like sort of matching shelves. Like when you look like that, then they can see each other. each other. Yeah, which I really like. But oh. she's, yeah, she's wicked. And um, I should share the videos because she she did, um, I think she shared her process of uh, how she did it. Did I delete? I delete Instagram from my phone randomly. Oh, oh randomly or on Yeah, <laughs> no, no, like, well, sort of a bit of both. So I just, mm. I don't, so I'm just not on it all the time because it can just be a fucking waste of time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I loop. I just loop between apps. Well, Josephine is, uh, she runs a course at Camden Arts Centre. Yeah. Uh, which is um, something she does for six weeks every year or something, mm -hmm. is it? Do you know about that? Um, I'm aware that she teaches, yeah. but I'm aware that she just has like different residencies places. Like, Josephine's also very elusive. Like, she's a hard woman to track down sometimes. <laughs> sometimes she'll just like disappear. For, but I guess because she's like creating, isn't she? But um, but I know I know she teaches. But she yeah, if, you, if you're listening, you want to go to one of her classes and you get in. You can have a lovely time. Like she's fucking bonkers. Oh, well, well, we can share um, details of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, please, no, please. And I, and I saw on your Instagram you've mm. got an amazing painting which recently you've been photographing mm. yourself at, at home, and it really made me excited because I was like, she's living with like oh, artwork. I do you know what that painting? Every morning when I see it, it makes me so happy. Um, so it's called I'm Your Man, and it's by Abe Adedina, yeah. who's this Nigerian artist. So he's based in between Brixton and Brazil. And I became aware of him because my brother, my old brother Andy, bought one of his pieces about, oh, about six or seven years ago. I remember I went to his flat and I was like, I fucking want that. I was like, who's that? So your older brother's friend is an art collector as well? Um, so it's, it's my older brother Andy who collects oh, right. art. Oh, right, cool. Yeah, and so I was around Andy's flat about, yeah, it must be six, six or seven years ago. And he's got this gorgeous piece by him. And I was like, who the fuck is that by? I was like, I want it. And he was like, I was like, go on, let me have it. I, I, think, I said it very naively, but in that very little sister way where you just expect. Yeah, mine, mine. Yeah, yeah mine, yeah. give me, <laughs> mine, yeah, want it. And he was like, fuck off. Um, and, but I just started following Abe on, on Instagram and I just, 
just become a really big fan of his work. And then randomly, I became friends with his daughter. I didn't make the connect the dots that that was her dad. And um, yeah, we we chatted here and there. And he's like, Joe, come over to come over to um, my flat and like just come and have a look and see for yourself. Like, in what, Brixton, not yeah, Brazil. In, yeah, in Brixton. Yeah. Sadly, he did not pay. <laughs> yeah. Would love, <laughs> would love. Time. Yeah, like come to Brazil. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, went to his flat in Brixton, and it's. It's amazing. It's like it, you, the minute you walk in, like you're greeted by his, he's got a dog called Belle and the dog just jumps off on you and is like really overexcited or whatever. And then it's just his work is everywhere as well as other people's work. He's got a lot of like old West African art in his house and he's got a shed at the bottom of his garden and he just stays in there listening to Radio 4 all day. Painting. Just painting. Oh, and it's just, him. it's just beautiful. And he's just really, he's just really fucking cool. Like I want to be like him when I grow up. He's just, you know, he stays in his, he stays in his garden or is in Brazil, I think at the moment, you know. So he's got a studio there as well? Um, I believe so. Cause I think, I believe he bought, I think he bought a home there like for just basically like fuck all, like years and years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. And has like spent time like building it up. And I yeah. think when it's cold over here, he goes there and then when, when he comes back here. And the painting yeah. you have by him, can you explain what, what, what yeah. it is? So it's um, a man and a woman and they've got a sort of like, um, like a sea, like, I guess like the seas behind them and like, these two gorgeous open windows and there's two sort of black swallows flying towards each other with uh, uh, pink and green ribbons from the swallows' mouths. Mm. And they're just looking at each other really sort of like almost quite longingly. Mm. And there's these It's like of... an offering, isn't it? Yeah, 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 exactly. Actually, let me let me look at it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just, yeah, like every day I see it, I'm just, I'm so delighted to uh, to have it because it just, yeah, and like all my friends love it too. Oh, hang on. Are we, oh, yeah, is it going to load? Is the Wi-Fi a bit shit? But... Do you find that, yeah. whereas he found you using your platform and your profile to support artists and, you know, amplify them, has he noticed a difference in, like, engagement with his... That's a good question, actually. I, I'll tell you what I will say. I remember he, he said to me very specifically, it was really lovely. So he goes, I really want a black woman to own my work. He's like, oh. It's really important that black women own my work. It's obviously any anyone can own it. Oh, there we go. Um, yeah, it's just, it's beautiful, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, the women's, oh gosh, oh, oh there we go. But yeah, the women's in green, the guy's in the pink t-shirt. But he, he said, he said, and I just feel like you should have this. I mean, and obviously you're thinking, oh, of course you're going to say that. But I, I but he meant yeah. it, he, he meant it, you know. I think um, there's quite a big movement push for that to make sure that, you know, black artists have black collectors. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Because I think, you know, the, the art world, as we know, is 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 not perfect. Like a lot of institutions, it it can be fundamentally and quite systematically racist. Like that's just that that is that is true. Like I've, you know, I've noticed a change, particularly over the past sort of, I'd say five years. Like when I go to galleries, there's a lot more black people, a lot more young black people mm. going there. Like you know, I went to um I went to the Kahindi Wiley exhibition at the National Gallery about all. Mm about two months ago oh, and I just saw I saw loads of like really cute like teenage young black couples on dates oh. and just like getting their little selfies in front of like the work and just just really having like a, yeah. like really cute dates and stuff and like you know people can sort of like poo poo that like yeah I'm doing my art ho date yeah like you know art ho life whatever I'm just like fuck it good well it's a destination exactly yeah. like do you know what if you're 17 18 and you want to get your blood and you want to impress you know your an art gallery yeah your new person and you want to get your cute little content fuck it, do yeah. it like it's a gateway like yeah. i i don't know why I, I i can't see why people could be mad at that you it's know it's also like free to get into all our museums Absolutely. in the uk it's like it's such a brilliant date because it doesn't even cost anything exactly and it's kind of interesting you're going to have uh like something to spark off with Correct. each other Correct. like you look at a kinder wiley work and you say what does that make you think and then also you get to learn about the person you're on the date with Absolutely. i love the idea of a date in a gallery not yeah. that i ever do it because i don't ever date but Dave. 
never dating. Listen, me. let me sip my tea, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's why I take myself on art dates. Love that. I love that's going great. to I always do. So I what do are... go with friends, but like, yeah, most of the time I go to galleries by myself. What have you seen recently? Um, so I think, yeah, the Kahindi uh, I saw, oh gosh, what have I seen recently? I went to the RA like just like just the other week to see Francis Bacon or um, just just to see everything really ah. but yeah Francis Bacon I saw um, and then I took oh yeah I took my little niece where did I take her I took her to um, oh yeah uh, lovely uh, Lavena. Oh yeah, she oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I took I took my niece there because yeah, it's modern, isn't it? Yeah, until the end of the year. Yeah, I like being fun, Auntie Clara. That's like that's my oh. role. I I, I want to be that that when she's like you know when she's old, like yeah my my auntie took me here took me there. But the thing is, you don't yeah. know them sort of like what that would trigger in in a kid. Exactly. Because I, mean, I saw and that got me obsessive art because I saw like a Lichtenstein in in a book and thought oh it's a cartoon but it's also a comic strip but it's also fine art. Oh my god, that's possible. Exactly. Things like you don't know these things that you're stimulated by as a kid can actually change your life. Yeah. So you're fun auntie Clara at the minute, but you might be. Pushing her into an artistic. I hope you know, so. Practice. I hope so. I mean, obviously, look, like my niece and nephews can do what the fuck they like, obviously, but I just, I just think it would be such a shame to like, I don't know, like have a life without color and just mm. beautiful things and like seeing people's perspective, like from from what they make. I, it, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. If like if if you want a career in pharmacy or banking, sure, have at it, but. Buy some art with your money. Correct. Exactly. <laughs> and Correct. That's an interesting thing as well, because a lot of those those big corporate companies now have like big art collections and even have programs to like educate their stuff. So like banks and stuff. Mm. They actually have like art programs. Which is which is pretty pretty cool. pretty impressive. Yeah. It's it's pretty pretty fantastic. I mean, it, it would it could be easy to be quite cynical about it. And I'm sure some of them I'm sure there's an ulterior motive. But oh yeah, hey, true. For if you're getting people stuff, looking at, yeah. you know, beautiful things. So what did your yeah. niece make of Labena's show? She loved it. She loved it. Like she the thing is she's quite cool anyway, to be fair. But she's, but yeah, she's she and she she's an artist herself. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yes, yeah, so actually, when her and when my when she's my step niece, but I don't like I don't like the word step, whatever. She's my niece, so she is my um, my brother's bonus child. So my brother Andy, who's who had the Abbey, and so she's she was brought up in New York before she lived here. So she's quite she's quite cool New York kid anyway. <laughs> so like she grew up like surrounded by like flipping like the Lower East Side, like the moment. Like so yeah, she's she's right. sort of been about that life, but she's a so brilliant. She might actually artist. be cooler than you. Oh, oh she actually <laughs> taking you to Lebanon. Oh, yeah. Listen, she she act, like I like I I like she's completely cooler than me. But she's a brilliant artist, and actually when they got married, she drew these lovely portraits of my brother and his wife and made them into fridge magnets for the wedding favors. Oh. So got but she's she's honest. She's really fucking talented. So your brother collects. Yeah. So what has he been collecting now? Um, so yeah, the, the Abbe he's got. He, um, he he he's more of a photography guy as well. Right. He's got he's got bloody hell. You go to their flat and it's just every bloody like coffee table book you could imagine of, of, of every artist. Um, They're in London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're, we're all local. We're, we're all in East. So we're all like local to each other. Which is, is he cool. the brother that got you into music because of his albums? Yeah, I th I'd say so because I've got four brothers and one sister. But I think me and Andy probably got the most similar taste. But you know, when he'd go out raving with his mates, I'd like steal like his CDs and shit or like open like files that I was supposed to have. Like, Let me just quickly listen to that. <laughs> and then like, you know, just put things back like carefully or like open up his like, yeah, his like special books or whatever. And like, yeah, because he'd like have like ID magazines and oh, like yeah. faces and all of that. And I was just like, wow, like this is fab. Like, do you know what I mean? People are, are missing that today because they don't get that as much. Everything is online. And mm. I think I read somewhere about how album art for you is kind of a lot for a lot of people. The first art we see. Absolutely. And, and you were saying about <coughs> the miseducation of Lauren Hill, that album, you know, back to front. Beautiful. But the cover is something that 
means so much to you mm. as a work of art mm. and how you know new generations are missing that because we don't have this physical thing we might not have physical books anymore i love carrying a book around i like a book yeah a dog-headed book and it's all kind of scuffed up and you can look at the back and the front yeah. and take your time with it yeah we're missing that with this album art, but I mean, these must have been some of your first references you saw. Oh, definitely. And that, yeah, speaking about the Miseducation album, like that cover is so stunning because it's mm. essentially her face like carved into wood and she's my favourite person ever. And actually another mate of mine is a brilliant artist, uh, Ted Pierce. He's known as Ted's Draws. You've probably seen his work actually. Um, he, he makes really cool... Um, I guess versions of like iconic people. So he's like with like Prince, Sade, uh, Lauren Hill. Like he got he got commissioned actually by a big record labels to sort of do all the artwork on on I think the first or second floor of their HQ of like oh, all of their cool. sort of like iconic artists. <clears throat> but he's um he's at Ted's Draws on Instagram and he drew me um a lovely a one of one because I forbade him to recreate <laughs> of Lauren Hill and I've got it hanging in my room. I was like, do not make that for anyone. So You've got a unique one. Oh yeah. And I said I to him, if you make that for anyone else, I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> and it's, it's hanging up in my room and I've had it for eight years now. But what does he how does he make the work? Um so he it's just it's it's really simple, just like line drawing essentially and it's and it's just it's just so fab and, and so unique and he's he's great. But he's he's quite chill about his work because like he, he works in a cinema in uh, central London and the thing is I think he could he really could if he, if he could be bothered sorry Ted I'm calling you out he could really <laughs> do it full time but I think he's just like he likes working in cinema what's his name again Ted, for Ted, Ted Pierce, aka Ted Straws okay. um, but I guarantee you've, you've definitely seen his work before because he had a moment where like he, had, he was making t-shirts of his work as well and everybody was wearing his T-shirts at one point. But I actually saw you wear a T-shirt with Destiny's Child all drawn out. On it. Yes, I, I did. That's not? that's not him. That's, that's not somebody him. else. That's an artist I found at Etsy, and I've gone blank on their name. Um, but uh, that's it's, it's similar sort of style. I really liked work. that T-shirt though because it was an artwork. It yeah. wasn't like just a photograph, yeah. a screen print or something. Yeah, like no, it was, yeah, it it was, was an original like, artist. It was really beautiful. Yeah, yeah, no, I've still got that T-shirt. I'll, I'll have to find out who. Well, wrote you're it. really looking at art. I, no, I just, I can't help it. Like, I just, but I think it's, do you know what's really interesting? I always find it um, fascinating people say, I don't like art, I'm not into art. But the thing is, you actually are just by default without realising, like from the fucking Nike logo that you may have on your T-shirt to why you choose that brand of like washing up liquid over the other. It's because of the graphic art on whatever thought makes you think, okay, no, I like that. Mm. I like it. Like, you, do you know what I mean? And like, mm. then somebody might even take that washing up liquid bottle and... I don't know, repeat it on a screen 300 times and that's and frame it. And that's Pop art style, yeah. Exactly. So I think everyone is into art, even if they think they're not. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Well, that's why we, we, this comes up a lot, but we I, I call it offensive that the government say the arts are superfluous and they stop cutting, cutting the arts Listen. because every, like the table we're sat at, this craftsmanship that went into that, someone had to learn how to that's whittle it. wood to make... Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. the, the, the whittle kind of wood? Yeah. Whittle wood into a table. Yeah. <laughs> I'm right, right? Absolutely. And look, and when and when there's a fancy gallery opening, and I don't know, when you need to win over certain constituents, do whatever, da 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 da, you're gonna take a picture of a local artist, aren't you? And have you and have your thumb put your put your thumb up to the camera, aren't you? You're gonna, you know, like swan around with, I don't know, a really well known collector to 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 be seen in certain upper echelons if you're in a particular party, not yeah. mentioning any names. 
But it's also really interesting because of like, um, if you think of like community safety, even. Mm. So if you think of like Yinka Lori, the designer and artist, like love Yinka. I got one of his as well, actually. Have you? Yeah. What have you got? I've got. Um, one? Yeah, it's the word one. It says um, "Better Days Are Coming." It's that yes. one. Yeah. Like Better Days Coming. I promise. I promise. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah. So I've got that in my in my hallway above oh, my trainers. Major. Yeah. But I loved what he did, like making kind of underpasses that were like concrete, kind of jungle, quite dark, scary spaces. Like no go. No go. No go areas mm. into really bright, colourful, lit spaces yeah. that change a whole community the way they can live. Like, and honestly, and the politicians yeah, don't realise how important that is. It's like art changes communities. It really, really, really does. And like the amount of people I know who would see like the better days are coming, I promise thing, mm. post up with it, especially, especially in lockdown. Well, I guess that is essentially, you know, why that piece like came to Existed, be. Yeah. Well, because I think you just needed to see it. Mm. To be honest, it's again, it's it's transformative. Like, who knows who was having a shit day and and saw that and was like, you know what? Totally. Yes, yeah. kind of thing. And I and it is I, I I it is it is insulting and it's just quite sad that you know artists are the first people to get it anytime anything goes wrong. You know. Yeah. So, you were saying about mm. the lockdown. I think that painting of your mum, you were suddenly even more thankful for during lockdown. Oh, for sure. Like again, just to look at every day. Just put a smile on her face. Like, listen, my mum is one of my most favourite people in the world, if not my most favourite. She can get my fucking nerves sometimes. <laughs> like all parents. And sometimes I just, I, I find her. So it's just, you know, it's like when, I don't know, you've, you've got a dog, haven't you? Yeah. Totally. And you know when your dog gets in your fucking nerves? Never, it, never. It doesn't. Okay, no. maybe it doesn't. Or like, I don't know, have you, have you got pets? or no, like I'm about to get kittens. Or... This is right. the world exclusive. They're going to get world I'm getting, exclusive I'm guys. getting kittens, everybody. They're, they're going to annoy you. I know called, you. They're going to annoy me. And they're called window and doorway. <clears> and they're going to be, it's a window and doorway to my soul. No, they do. Okay, they do. I take <laughs> it back. They do when I, when I want to just do a quick walk around the block, yeah. get your peas and poos out and get back. And they kind of want to sniff every single kind of corner of every door yeah. dense and you're like kind of, but then they'll on. look at you with that little face and you're just like how can I be mad that's me with my mum sometimes do you know what I mean does she know you're comparing her to a pet um, <laughs> no exactly. she doesn't listen to, she doesn't listen to podcasts thank god well, she, I think, no, no, she doesn't listen to podcasts, actually. She watches a lot of YouTube. Did she not right. listen to your podcast? Absolutely you not. made a podcast about um, Londoners. Uh, yeah, I know. And love of the city. No, do you know, she 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 doesn't. And I need, to, I need to get back on with it, re- recording a new series of that. But you know you know how it is with life. Yeah, of course. We're all spinning plates. But um, no, no, my mum is is delightfully clueless about the things I do. Like, she kind of, she gets it, but she also doesn't get it. And I and I really like it that way. Yeah. There's nothing starry, like, uh, like about how she treats me like she's always very lo- obviously mum loves me but it's not like oh my god Special my daughter's treatment. on TV yeah, there's, there's none of that but yeah seeing her little face in that picture makes me feel good oh. yeah. so you mentioned the Royal Academy the RA earlier mm. and in March this year you were announced as someone very special to the RA going forward. Apparently so, yeah. What was that? I'm, I'm a trustee now, so I'm... Yay! Uh, yay! So I'm on a board with several other people and it's just going to be about making decisions to do with the RA, supporting it publicly and just, like, for me, my goal is getting more young people in there and just putting on some cool shit to get people, to let people know that it's accessible because I think there are so many people. And look, I'll call a spade a spade, especially black people who think that these spaces are not meant for us when, when, they, when they really are. They're meant for everybody. Mm. That's the point. And it's not even across race. Of course, it's across class as well. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people yes. think that art is a very, because historically it has been, to be honest, a very sort of middle to upper class, you know, or even Aristotle, <laughs> what's the word? Arist- Aristocratic. Aristocratic. 
aristocratic that thank you very much i promise you i do actually have an english degree you? <laughs> an you were about to say aristotle that's it so that's what it was the philosopher yes, see exactly. i know things yes i know things <laughs> um, but uh and yeah and, and, and i get it i get why people would feel, feel would feel alienated would you've not seen yourself on the gallery walls well, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So if you don't see yourself represented, then you don't feel like you belong. Well, yeah, why, why would you go there? And I remember, um, I think it was a couple of years ago, th yeah, I think I think Yinka Shinabare, I think um, he, I think it, it was him sort of um, overlooking the summer exhibition, yeah. I think two or three years ago. And I remember thinking like, that's fucking great. Cause that, that encouraged me to want to be there. I was like, well, yeah, good. Like, as, as it should be, like, mm. you know, Britain looks like so many different types of people and these people are making art, so why the hell should it not be on the walls? I think it's also yeah. so brilliant because like, the RA is like, located in Green Park and it's mm. free to get into. For That's it. Bits. Oh, no, maybe it's not. Is it, do you have to pay for tickets? Some rooms you do. Some, oh, yes, rooms, you some rooms you pay for, but other rooms you don't. But, but it's such an amazing space because it's so central. So if you were like going mm. shopping and you're already in town, yeah. it's kind of something that's going to change your day. Absolutely. And also, I love the fact they support young artists. Like, it's the yes. only free art school yeah, in the whole the, of the UK, RA schools, which is yeah. which is pretty nuts. Do you know what I mean? Like, so I I think that I think that's really lovely, and I just yeah, I just I just want to support it. So I've got some ideas. What can you say your ideas now? Or these things? Um, I mean, how regularly do you have to check in with this? So we, and... I probably get I probably get communication because because I, I literally only literally just started like a few weeks ago, but like the, the emails are, are coming through. <laughs> but there's no but no but it's it's good like no but they're they're on it like they're really passionate like so we got the the summer exhibition is happening. Let me let me just double check my date on that. Actually. Is it quite a responsibility you feel you have? Um. Yes and no. Like I think it's it's shared. So it's not like it's it's not like I'm coming in here like a senior board member, like, right guys, it's the budget this year and da 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 da. But I think for me, I want to use the connections that I have mm -hmm. to hopefully put on some great things there. Mm -hmm. And I want to use my platform to say, look, you can you can come here. Because actually I remember there were times I'd go to exhibitions and I'd like I take I like to take a picture of, of what I've seen. I remember somebody um like called me out and comment once little while ago saying you shouldn't do that it's disrespectful because like you know people have to pay tickets da, 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 da. but I genuinely share art that I like because I think it obviously I like it I think it looks nice but I want to let people know like you can do this isn't elite this isn't a, yeah. an elitist well your mantra is art thing. for everyone which is absolutely well. so that's why I share things and I think that's just what I want to take bring to the RA to be honest and actually, the RA Summer Exhibition, which opens on the 21st of June, so it's coming up really yeah, soon. Yeah, really soon. And it runs till the end of August. That is such an amazing thing. If you don't normally oh. go to galleries, it's a brilliant thing to do because you get to see an overview of something. Well, as an artist as well, you can submit and your you can work. Submit, That's exactly, it. so it's inclusive. Yeah. And it's just this beautiful, like, expl like it's, it's quite overwhelming, but in the best way, you walk in there and it's just an assault on the eyes. <laughs> and you don't know, really know where to start. Like, I would almost encourage anyone listening if you're going to go if if like maybe even go twice because it just there is that much it's a lot it's a lot you can even go three times to be fair come yeah, as many yeah. times you like because it's yeah, there's hundreds of artworks in there and they're like salon hung so there's like all over the wall yeah, mm. floor to ceiling and certain rooms are curated by different artists and that changes every year so there's always like different viewpoints and perspectives um they've had people like uh tracy emin did a room once mm. wolfgang tillman's has Michael done Craig it Martin. yeah you grace and perry Bari, like you said grace and perry yeah, yeah. Michael Craig Martin did it all magenta pink, didn't he? Yeah, yeah fab. Yeah. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. 
Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's some blurb about the RA. The RA was founded by King George III in 1768. It has a unique position in being an independent, privately funded institution led by artists and architects whose purpose is to be a clear, strong voice for art and artists. And it is reliant on support. It's not government funded. Yep. It has patrons, sponsors, donors, friends of the RA. That's it. So give us your money. <laughs> oh, they love you. Sign up and become a member. With, with love. With <laughs> love. love it's, it's, look, it's, it's for the young artists. It's, it's for your visual delight. So... Why not? So for um, music and art crossover, mm. did you know that there are many artists uh, that are also musicians? Sorry, that are also artists. I did know that. Like I just, it's it's, and I'm learning that more and more. Like um, a lovely guy that I know, Laurie Vincent, who I'm sure you're aware of. He's well, or maybe, maybe you're not. Oh. Um, he's in a punk band um, called Slaves. Bit of a dodgy name, but hey, retrospect 2020. I think I, I think they're on hiatus. They're still they're still very friendly. It's a duo. They did okay. they did a really um, popular cover of uh, Shutdown by. Skepta in the live lounge on Radio 1 okay. and it went viral but Laurie's art is absolutely stunning it is so good so I would uh, does he sell it does he yeah he does no, he, he does he does he sells it he's he's so I think he's really talented I really want to get one of his bits because I remember actually it was Annie Mack that because I follow him anyway but um, Annie Mack I think has bought um so, something of his so again my my lovely Instagram. Yeah, no, the Wi-Fi is terrible <laughs> there we go but do but you yeah, know Laurie... that Britney Spears made art listen how could you not know <laughs> That Britney Spears makes art. Beyonce makes art. What? Uh, yeah, she does. I remember she actually. Does, she can't sell her art. That, does she sell her art? No, I, do, I just remember there was a, there was an episode of, um, I think it might have been Cribs. I think Beyonce did Cribs once or it was some sort of like diary, Destiny's Child thing, whatever. She's like, you know, I just like to paint. And it's like her, like with all these bright colours and it ease. She's like, I just come here and I paint. I just like she, but she does it. She likes to paint. I didn't ever knew that. I'm sure we it's need like, Beyonce I'm sure it's on, on the show. I'm I love sure it's her. On YouTube. It, yeah, major. But I do know that Britney paints. Britney paints a lot of flowers. She does and butterflies. Yeah. And but you know, people like David Bowie was an artist. Oh, yeah. uh, Bob Dylan, his prints sell for an absolute fortune. Joni Mitchell, Stevie Nicks. Oh, I didn't know that. Who only draws angels? Fair enough. Apparently, fair enough. That's all she wants to draw. She draws angels all the time. Really? Yeah. I never knew Stevie Nicks made art either. Now you know. Oh, Listen to a whole new series of talk art. Coming <laughs> up with all these. That would be a good side project, actually. A musician, yeah, a musician yeah, yeah. talk Also, art. Paul McCartney, but if you okay. Google his work, I find it quite scary and haunting. Oh, really? gosh. Yeah, which is unexpected. Wow. Hmm. There you go. So, which artists <laughs> would you say are like your favourite artists? Is there one in particular or somebody's Ooh. show that you've seen that kind of made an impact on you? I mean, I am obsessed with Abbe's work. I just love it. But um, Faith Ringgold, I really like. Mm. I really like it. You actually. saw her show at the do you know what? I'm so annoyed. I literally because I was so fucking back to work where I couldn't make it. So oh, I've no. just I've just been a fan for a while, but I've seen obviously um separate pieces of hers like in the Tate and, and other yes. spots. And I, I saw some work of hers in the museum in Brooklyn. I can't remember which it might even be in the Brooklyn Museum, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
um, about, yeah, that must have been about, oh, was that two or three? And that's similar work ago. to what was shown in London. I yes, think. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. But I think she's great. Yeah. Like, and I just, again, I'm just here for black women having a great time in art, to be honest. And she's a lot older and overlooked yeah. for many years. Yeah. And now really being recognised. Yes, yeah, so I think she must be about, about 80 something mm-hmm. yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still gorgeous. And her daughters Beautiful. are a big part of her life, and obviously, but like, they actually really helped champion her work mm. and have really like fought her corner, which has been really interesting. Mm. I think it maybe it's a daughter, I can't remember, but there's definitely a family connection, which is really sweet. I saw this great documentary about her. And also she was always reflecting the politics of the time, really yeah. truthfully. And that's why the work is so visceral and so kind of touching. Oh yeah, it's quite gory some of it yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. But I but I like yeah. that because it's just not shying away from, you know, the ugliness of, of what it is to be a black woman in America, which I think there's some pain in there. Yeah, isn't no, yeah. for sure, for sure. I think she's brilliant. I mean, I know everyone loves Basquiat, but I do. I went I went to the I went to see um the family have just put an exhibition in New York. I was in New York just last month mm. and got my got my Basquiat mug. I love a bit of merch. Oh, <laughs> Art merch. Love a bit, love a bit of merch <laughs> from museum. Got a big old mug. Um, but I tell you what, it was, it was, it was. I, I actually, I'd be interested to know what you guys feel about this because I find like, okay, like, like with like, I don't know, like your Keith Herring or like your Basquiat, like they are now in this point where I think I've seen people walk around with like t shirts with their work on. Like, because obviously they got like collaborations like with, the, with the estate with like, I know, like a Uniqlo or an HM, whatever. And it's so interesting, isn't it? Because I wonder if half the people wearing stuff like know who no. they're wearing. And if they don't, I actually don't judge that. But I do wonder how you feel about the, like, I guess, artists like that sort of reaching that kind of peak commercial level. It's like a Trojan horse, I guess. You don't really know that you're wearing something that is coded, that has history, that is a part of kind of art history and, and the world history. There was a, a show I did, uh, a play uh, called uh, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? And on mm. the poster, it used a David Wonyarovich uh, symbol. And David Wonyarovich died of AIDS, and he was very—he was an activist artist, and he made these stencils. And it is a burning house, and it became part of merch. I think the way they did a whole series, and people were walking around with sweaters with this house, a burning house on, which signified AIDS, which signified you know queer people dying, being like politically ignored. And people are just walking around just thinking, oh, it's a burning house logo. It's just kind of cool. Not realising that what they're carrying around on them mm, is loaded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's loaded art. And, you know, Basquiat's work is fucking loaded. Yeah. yeah. This isn't just made to be a sweater. This mm. is, this that work, there was pain in there as we're talking about face work. There's like angst, there's anxieties about society, about his position in society. But people are wearing it on their T-shirt yeah. now. So I guess... It's brilliant because art is out in the world and people don't realise they're seeing art every day. Mm. But maybe they're commodifi- commodification. We've all got a bit of a word thinking. Yes. Com- commodification? Yeah. Commercialisation? I guess both, both. really, both. yeah. I mean, is that... But then I guess the brands themselves, like if you think of Uniglow, I think they do do on the labels, they have like, they'll put the name of the person, they maybe do. the signature, and yeah. maybe a little short bio of who that person yeah. was, mm. something like that. And I think if... Brands can maybe use their platform to somehow educate and mm. uplift artist stories and stuff. Then that's a good thing. Oh, for but sure. But I think if it's being done just for like pure commerce, and maybe that's not commerce. Yes. Mm. But, but I guess at the end of the day, the estates are signing off, and like, yeah, I, I, and I and I don't estate. begrudge yeah. them. As long as they are, do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. That, if yeah. they're that's not, it. then that's probably the issue. And also, Cause has done loads of merch, yeah. hasn't he, and stuff. And he's kind of reached out to different audiences mm. and in music as well because he's collaborated with Pharrell a lot and different people. Yeah, he was saying he, he likes seeing going to the playground with his kids and seeing other kids in his merch. Yeah, it, it's it's quite it's quite funny. I remember I, I saw I think it was like a meme or a TikTok, and me and my friends did quite funny. Quite funny. It said if you go to his house and he's got a cause and nothing but Supreme toys, run. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, I get it. Like, and I, I and get I get it. it. I, and, and that's no shame. Look, he 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 can he cannot help how popular his work is and how and how it's been received and who it's been received by. But there is a certain type of I think single straight man mm. who has caused sneakerheads. And yeah, and a lot and a lot of and a particular on a trainer mm. and and loves Supreme mm. and and it's just it's it's quite it's it isn't it amazing that cause has done that. Yeah, cause has made art. And Banksy. Yes. And them sort oh. of artists has made it really accessible for so many people to mm-hmm. go, oh, I like art because I like this. It's my, I think it's my thing when I like Lichtenstein, I was obsessed with cartoons and comics and I went, oh, I don't need to grow up. Mm. It's this thing where you go in like this street art element is kind of quite macho, isn't it? In some yeah, ways, there's yeah, some yeah. sort of energy about mm. it. And it's like, well, I can like fine art and it yeah. doesn't have to be, you know, like... European great masters and, and like it. women on swings. Well, it's stuff, a language, isn't it? isn't it? At the end of the day, and it's like, and I know people can, and again, a Banksy and Cause and like you know Keith Haring's Foundation and mm. Basket's Foundation, they, they cannot help how their work is being received. But you know, I've definitely been at like parties or maybe on some bad dates. <laughs> like, yeah, it's somebody who's not necessarily like a creative person, but they're just like, you know what? I really fucking love Banksy. Yeah. <laughs> And because uh, it's that thing of like, I get it, I know what. And I'm like, yeah. you know what, babe? Fair, do you know what? I get, I get what you're trying. I get what you're trying to do here. But that, but that again, is that not the point of it? It's, it's, it's so because there is no, there's no right answer, really, is no, there? No, no. But I, mean? I know what you mean, though. It's, it's, but I like the fact that it's a language. Yeah, but, yeah. But, but it's amazing that there is a pathway to the next level of art through Banksy, through Cause. If yeah, you... it can introduce you to art. Yes. And then maybe if you're curious enough, you'll take yourself somewhere else. For example, you might end up in East London galleries, for example. Hey. Like, like where you live and you, you, you both live. Yeah. Um, yeah, like Chisholm Hill or somewhere like that. Yes, for Rachel Jones's show, which yeah. is currently on, which is amazing. It's one of the best shows out. of the year. Yeah. Can you remember the first gallery you went to? Oh, that is a great question. Actually, I can't remember the name of it, but it was a gallery in Ballum because on the weekends, honestly, memory unlocked. I love this show. This is great. It's like therapy. <laughs> um, art therapy. Yeah, art, there you go. Because, uh, yeah, because Ghanaian Heritage, um, there were certain like spots that my mum would have to go to so, like, to get food so like, cook us like um, traditional Ghanaian meals at like two in Brixton Ballum. And there's a, what like, is a traditional Ghanaian meal? So like meals? um like uh, jollof rice, which is like sort of like a really lovely like spicy rice, like fried plantain, like I don't know, um a, a meal called like fufu. Like but you basically need very sp- specific ingredients. Like yeah. Brixton Ballum tooting is where my mum would go to like get these foods and. Um, my dad would drive us there um, and my mum would like go to the market and just literally be there for like fucking like, like honestly like two hours and my dad would take us to this little gallery that was right by Ballam Station I, I wonder if it's still there actually and, and we would just run around in there me and my little brother we would just run around and I can't remember for the life of me what it's called like yeah I'm going to Google that I really hope it's still there and they just had it was very very minimal very bare and maybe had I don't know like eight portraits so like four on either side and it just felt like a like a playground to be honest it was just a, it was very had a black floor I mean it had a black sort of like laminated floor and yeah I just Can remember, you remember the work in there it was oh it was like quite let me really think about this now I think sort of like quite graphic and like I think pictures not pictures of like bodies I mean pictures of bodies mm. that's it like pictures of bodies, like make actually a lot like I think uh like still life, I think. Like so I guess I don't know, maybe like a local person like drawn like their naked like partner of it. I think that, yeah. But do you, as a kid, do you remember feeling inspired by it? Although it felt like a playground in the you could yeah. around, but did you also feel like you were taking in the work at that age? A little bit. I remember just thinking like, oh, this is a fun place to be. 
I just and but I just remember thinking every time we'd go to Ballon Market, I think, oh great, we get to go to the gallery and run around. That's so and it was cool. like quite it was quite echoey as well. Oh. And it was and it was one of those galleries, it was never really rammed. So like usually my dad would take us in there, be like me and my little brother, and maybe like two other people. And it was <laughs> I guess essentially like a free crash. <laughs> I just Googled oh, I just Googled Ballon, but there are loads of galleries there, and I didn't even realize. But it's it's so right by the station. Out Ballon, yeah. Clearly it's a yeah. new hotspot for yeah. us. Yeah. Did you grow up with Art and House? Yeah, pretty much like again, like a lot of photography, a lot of like coffee table books. Like my dad really liked Really like photography and a lot of sort of um yeah like Ghanaian sort of like car carved like sculpture mm. and stuff and like I mean every Ghanaian family has got this picture it's called the, um, it's the the Aquaba girl so it, she's really well known it's sort of like you know how there's that famous um painting well I guess photog- uh, photograph of the Jamaica of uh, Welcome to Jamaica of the woman in the red t-shirt she's yes. like, and she's coming out of the yeah. sea there's the sort of Ghanaian alternative of like this young Ghanaian girl she's carrying like a basket and she's like dressed in like traditional Ghanaian clothes and it just says like a quabo and every every um, Ghanaian house has got it it's just the, and would they have got it from Ghana yeah or like, or if not, from like Brixton, Ballon, or Tooting, because like the shops like sell sell them in sell them in there. So there was that that was definitely in the house. And my dad worked in Saudi Arabia for a little bit, so he had um these lovely sort of like carved, like Saudi sort of like plates that had like Arabic written on them. I had no idea what they said. Mm. Probably like like bless this house or whatever. Right. We had a lot of those in the house. Um, I think we had a picture of the Last Supper, which is probably my mum's, because very Christian. My dad wasn't, by the way. But like, my mum's like, my mom's a, my mom's a very God fearing religious woman. Had a picture of that. Had oh god, what else is there? There oh, there's there's a really um, it's called uh, Sugar Shack, Sugar Shack. Yeah. Who did we talk about with Sugar, Sugar Shack? Shack? London Hughes told us. Right, that. Yeah. okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Sugar Shack, another, another, it's another one of those paintings. I swear, like Every five, five out of ten black families has got it. <laughs> it or or Eric some, Barnes? some sort of iteration of it, whether it's on a postcard it's or a da- like, they're print. all dancing. Yeah, and they're like they've got these weird sort of like curved like bodies. Definitely, that was in the house. Yeah, Ernie Barnes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, do you and your brother yeah. share tips now on artists? Oh yeah, he'll be like occasionally he'll be like, oh yeah, you should you should check this da 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 da. da. Or like, so when I got the Abbey, I was like, oh yeah, don't forget to put you on. Uh, like, <laughs> kind of thing. credit me. Yeah, 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 yeah. like sort of thing. But like, no, he's he's got he's got a, he's got a great eye. We've got really similar tastes, and actually, he's decorated this flat beautifully. Him and his partner, like it, they've got it's really gallery style, like all their bits mm. and bobs, like load of photographs but the abbey's on its own actually it's in his corridor but like their their living room is just yeah loads of really cool like yeah like paintings postcards pictures like it's fab it's is he impressed place. with your ra position now then uh, he hasn't commented yet Joe. oh he's jealous <laughs> no, no 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 he's, he's busy he's busy living life mate but no but um no but he's he's very lovely he's very proud he's just he's, he's a good egg Good. Yeah. Talking of growing up, when mm. did you first realise that maybe broadcasting would be the thing for you? And mm. was it something that you sort of passionately wanted to do? Or was it almost... Because I, I know you studied media arts yeah. and Kingston and stuff, but like, did you sort of find your voice at some point? I think, honestly, I think coming from a big family, you just, I, I, I just, I thought we just had to be, I had to be a bit loud. <laughs> just couldn't stop talking. Like, we just, we're just a family of talkers, essentially. And particularly like Ghanaian culture, it's very, it's very communal and very like chatty culture I think um but also I was just I was just obsessed thing is I love all the arts whether it's like you know like dance or or music or film or whatever um and you know when I was younger a little bit of me I was like oh I really wanted to be a dancer actually but then I just kind of got like distracted like by other stuff I just I just love I just love arts culture in general and I Mm. thought 
I want to be able to talk about this with people and just enjoy it with people. But then music was like my sort of main focus. But I'm lucky that I'm able to do bits and bobs here. Like I did um, BBC Young Dancer the other day, which was just... Is the Vogan? What was the Vogan show you did? Oh, that was, that was a Radio 4 documentary uh-huh. uh, that I did with my lovely, lovely, lovely friend, Jay, Jay Revlon, the mother friend, Infinite Coles, um, who's a dancer in the States. Um, but Jay is a dancer who's based... Well, he's based in Spain now, but he's, he's a brilliant dancer. And he sort of took me to like the like the London ballroom scene and just showed me like, you know, how it goes down. Like, cause he puts on balls and like taught me some steps, which I was okay at. Obviously he's 10 times better, but it was just really Where is fun. It okay? Where's the London ballroom scene? Oh gosh, I mean like everywhere really, but the club that he took me to, he took me to Fabric actually. Oh wow. Cause it was, it was like, a, it was a denim themed ball. That was it. So like everyone came like that, like amazing, like denim looks and, like all these different houses from like different parts of London. I think, I think some people even came from out of London to compete, but it was, it was fucking great. But even that was art because again, people like creating these incredible oh, outfits yeah. as well as like show up and there's all these like different, like the categories, like, okay, all right. Okay, I'd know like, I'd know like work femme, right? Get on stage or like, I'd know like butch cowboy. It's your turn. Walk like, and it was just it's wicked. It's amazing. And actually, you two yeah. have something in common, which is you were both judges very recently of RuPaul's Drag Race. <gasps> well, you know, well, Clara was on the Snatch Game judge, wasn't you? Um, I, I yes, I got to. I didn't get to be on. Yeah, actually, I did get to judge it. Tell a lie, no, I did. Ignore me. Yes, but you did the Snatch Game. I sure did. Yes, which I'm jealous of. I mean, was it not the best day of your life? It was honestly one of the best days of my life, but also one of the most haunting. Because when Pan... Sorry, spoiler alert. When Pangina got eliminated, when I tell you, that bitch wailed. Wailed. I've never heard... Visceral. I was... My heart broke for her. Like, it was horrible. Mm. But the thing is, I get it. It's... it's, Look, it's... you got to be tactical. Blue Hydrangea. Um, Listen. Blue Hydrangea was like... And you know what? I felt for Blue because you could see, like, they were shaking, like, as they were making the decision. It was like, uh, kind of thing. But I guess, you know, Pangina did what what, what she did to Jimbo. So it was like, okay. But it was... But again, the... Rob doesn't know what we're talking about. He doesn't really want... Oh, okay. I mean, it's... it's, 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 I mean, it was amazing TV, Pangina. They really milked that exit. (laughs) Again, the creativity, like, her outfit... That's basically one of the categories was Luck Be A Lady Tonight. It was all Vegas themed. And she had created this incredible, like, Jeremy Scott style, like, Moschino, um, like, slot machine dress. And then when she pulled the trigger, like, golden uh, pennies came out of her, like, vagina dress bit. And it was wicked. Triumph. No. What's it like when you go on a show that's, like, that iconic? Is that a time when you get nervous? Yeah, actually, a little bit. A little bit starstruck. Or, or like, um, when you did Strictly Come Dancing? Because I imagine that must have been. That was nerve-wracking. But the best fun. But shit myself every but it was like I'll do it again in a fucking heartbeat it was so would fun. you yeah I would would you do it I, I've been asked I, I was going to I, I bet they've asked you yeah and I'm actually like absolutely not you need to cross cheeky over the special yeah. just once ne- I would never us. ever do a dancing competition that's what ever. I said never but you'd I just, be really good though I you'd... wouldn't he does dances all the time. I can't. I, I, I can't dance like that. I just okay. can't do. It's, to me, it's maths. Right. Okay. Choreography is mathematics, got it. and I can't handle. God, it. they should get Sarah Hadland. She'd be amazing. Sarah Hadland would be like. <laughs> she, she would win everything. She'd win. I think. She'd be the star. Yeah. But you. I mean, you, you. You won the weakest link. I did. Shout you won out. the weakest link. I did. It's nuts. I. I was almost a goner actually, but luckily, because some other people like fucked it, I managed to stay in the game and I won it. And oh, you God. and me also share the great. British Bake Off. We do, which I definitely did not win. No, me neither. <laughs> are, you, are you a baker? Well, I can make a red velvet cake fairly well, but oh. it takes it takes ages, but everything else I'm rubbish at. 
Right. Yeah, I, I really flopped. Like, Paul at Hollywood told me that my cookies, like, lacked flavour, and that really pissed me off. Oh, dear. Yeah. That's sad. Honestly, to have a white man tell you that you lack flavour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. In 2022. Very rude. I just, I just found it... It was two days. I just yeah. found it so... It's not my natural habitat being yeah. in the kitchen. I found it so stressful, and it wasn't until day two I realised that they wind you up on purpose oh, so yeah. you'll be there you have your menu in front of you you'll be doing your little thing and then people are come over and you, each person is assigned a team you have someone there who's interviewing you and a cameraman and a sound guy and they're like what, what are you doing there russell and i'm like i'm melting the chocolate for you know the brownies are you, are you doing that now they're like yeah i'm meant to do it now oh okay should i not be doing it now no and they'd look to each other and whisper no carry on and be like i shouldn't be doing it now should i so i put it to the side get on with other stuff come back and be like i've not melted the chocolate and they'd be mm-hmm. like oh you should have left it melting before shouldn't you and i'm like no, but you made me feel like ah and they actually oh, wind so you up unfair. on purpose because it's good tv otherwise it's a load of like four people having a really lovely time in the yeah. kitchen oh, it's very wholesome because yeah. it honestly is very wholesome yeah so they have to make you panic yeah. at one point i pulled a tray out and threw it across the tent <laughs> <laughs> and i was just like they didn't keep it in who was in your heat it was my James A. Caster, uh, <laughs> Rylan Clark, and Michelle Keegan. That is a good four. Yeah, and I mean Rylan had just won like Celebrity Master. Right. Okay. And Michelle did the most incredible showstopper. Yeah. James was below me. Thank God. Amen. James had a meltdown. Who on was the show. your Who was your team? It was me, um, lovely Harrison, uh, Blake Harrison, Harrison Blake from In Between Us. Yeah. I was. You know when people Harrison. have got. You know people have got um, a surname, uh, first name, yeah. first name, like, like a Craig, yeah. da- like Craig David. He's yeah. Gary Lucy. David yeah, exactly. Craig. Who? Uh, but Blake, Blake Harrison, Harrison Blake yes. Harrison. Blake Harrison. Blake, sweet, like literally sweet yeah. as the days are long. Lovely Emma Willis, who's like the most wholesome, oh. lovely babe, and Alex Horn. So it's just, it's just really nice people. So th- I could definitely I see the, the, the wind-up No, it stresses happening. me out. Yeah. stresses me out. It was a lot. Any more reality TV shows coming up for you? Um, or ones that you want on your bucket list? No, actually. I think I've had my fill, you know. It's, I think, it's quite a lot. We need you I on think, um, yeah. Grayson's uh, art, art show. Art club. Do you know art what? Club. Okay, so just between us squirrel friends, they did, actually, <laughs> uh, they did actually approach me to be on it, and I was really excited, and they changed their mind last minute. I was like, But I get it. Like, Look, I'm sure they have to ask like 20 people, maybe 10 will say yes, and then someone might be a better fit than the other. But I think... Could you this know, is the new one. Um, this was... You go into the house with them now. Oh, no, yeah, this was in lockdown. Yeah, I did the lockdown Because um, I think one of the questions they said was, do you make your own art? And I said, honestly, like, I actually don't. And I think that might have been maybe why I couldn't go ahead. Did, did you ever make art, though? Um, like, I really liked art in school. And I, I do you know, that's a, a teeny tiny regret. I wish I kind of took it a bit more seriously but then I just but then I, I yeah I just loved so many different types of things and I was quite sort of like oh, a little bit of that a little bit of that yeah. and I, I just remember I had this really um I had a, she was quite stern but quite fun Irish art teacher called Mrs Keenan and she like she she just had that very art teacher sort of like vibe like fab short haircut always wore like an oversized shirt like no nonsense Irish woman just like that's not very good is it like do that again <laughs> okay no that's good like oh but she's just fun though but I just I wish I uh yeah, I wish I took it a bit more seriously. Maybe I'll start. Look, maybe I'll take a leaf out of Britney Spears and Beyonce's book and start painting. Yeah, yeah, maybe watercolors or something. Maybe, yeah, maybe. I think. Oh, I think maybe I'll be into sculpture. Ooh. Because I don't think I don't think I'm very good at capturing uh, people very well. Although I have to say, shout out to my wonderful friend Shirley. Shirley happens to style me for events. Shirley started painting and doing life uh, drawing classes in before lockdown. Her work is absolutely incredible i keep badgering her to sell it to me so anyone listening follow at shirley o amati on instagram and check out some of the work it's fucking great she won't sell it 
she well, she won't do it yet, but I'm but now I'm going to put social pressure on her. So. It's interesting she's doing life drawing though, because um I my mum was uh, in Margate with me the other day, and my goddaughter came, and it was her birthday, and Tracy Emin came round to my mum's like kitchen in Margate, and sat there and spoke to my young um, goddaughter, who's a young artist. And Tracy's advice to her was just go to life drawing. She's like I think she's like 15, my goddaughter, and she was like, you need to go to life drawing now, and you need to take life drawing really seriously because once you've uh, sort of got that and you've got all the skills to actually do a proper life drawing like you know work mm. apparently you can, you've got everything you need like wow. she really believes that and my goddaughter is like now signing up and right and is your mum going to be a model my mom- <laughs> <laughs> keep it in the family you know. oh dear oh, Russell, you always take it too far no, so you. we ask every guest the same questions at the end which is first one if you could do an imaginary art heist you could steal any work of art in the world for yourself what would it be and why mm. as a collector this is very exciting as a collector oh, I don't want to be generic but it would be a Keith and I'll tell you why. There, do you know what? I've been hunt. I've been trying to hunt it down. I got a postcard because I went to the Keith Haring exhibition in Liverpool. It was on a couple of years Tate ago Liverpool. at the Tate. It was and it was it was stunning. Yes. And there's a beautiful um picture, uh, uh, beautiful painting he did of a pregnant woman. It's a pregnant black woman. Did you remember it with all mm-hmm. the yellow and it's his typical Keith style? And it's just called Untitled. And I've been trying to find a print of it. Like and I and I just can't fucking find it. I've just got this teeny tiny postcard and I was thinking, oh, can I get it blown up? But they might overpixelate it. They won't look. Look nice. Oh my God, but, that is a mission for us. But whoever I feel like owns we need to that, go on a mission now, find it. Yeah. So did he ever make an edition of it in his lifetime? Um. So it, it's it's. I mean, it, it was at the Tate. So whoever this private owner is, I want I want to steal it from. But that's house. the original. That's that's the OG. So sometimes he made like prints. Yeah. Of, of I, images, I don't I don't think he did. did. And I'm gutted because I think that it's one, funny. Then, the I guess so. so yeah. That's yours. That's mine. There you go. There we go. We'll find a picture of that. I'm going to go and try and find you. It's It's just it's just beautiful. It's really lovely. You spend a long time in front of it. I did. I just I stared at it a lot, and I was like, I that's I think it's actually my favorite piece of his actually because anytime I've traveled anywhere and I know his stuff's on the wall I'll go and find it. it's like I saw his bit in um, Barcelona like the um it was I think I think that's when he did it in the height of the AIDS crisis I think it was basically mm. it was translated in Spanish about basically like you know protect people with HIV I think mm. something that was I think that was a translation and like I always want to see the crackers whack one in New York and yeah, I still haven't had a chance to see it haven't had a chance to see it yet I, I saw he's, he's there's um, a beautiful mural he did at this gorgeous um Swimming pool in in the Lower East Side, which I've seen face to face, which is which is great. And I saw a piece of his in Melbourne in Australia. So anytime I'm anywhere, wow. I can see it face to face. Next Love. time you go to New York, yeah. you have to go to the Gay and Lesbian Centre. All right. Yes, you took me there to the oh, toilet. And there's a bathroom there. He painted the whole bathroom. Amazing. Just, it's free. You just walk straight in and you open the door and you can see this bathroom that he painted. Is it protected by anything or is it nope. just the raw wall? It's just raw wall. Oh, sick. It's okay, I'm going to really, do that. really incredible. Fab. I'm going to go. What, what is it about Keith Haring then? I think there's something, even though obviously the things he painted about, you know, were 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 born from, I guess, the latter part of his career, like a lot of frustration and like and sadness. But there's also something quite childlike about about his work. And I know he was a massive fan of Mickey Mouse. That's kind of like what got him excited about like art and drawing. And I just, and it reminds me of being a little kid, like mm. actually, because I think he's again, he's just one of those artists I've just was just always instantly aware of. Oh, that's that man that does those those weird those like chunky figure things. That they'd have on like I swear like at one point in time he his estate must have licensed his um his work to like a vitamin tablet company because my mum used to give us these little vitamin C tablets and I'm pretty sure his work was 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 on them and I think that's my first memory of his work I'm pretty sure. 
Yeah. Wow. So it makes you makes you feel like a kid. His work. I just I just love it and the use of color and just the shapes. I just think it's brilliant. It's amazing thing with the estate that they stopped authenticating his work in two thousand and one or something. Right. So right. If you ever go to them with work afterwards, they won't authenticate yeah. it because they feel like they've there's been so many forgeries and copies because so it's quite an easy image in some ways mm. to replicate. Yeah. So that's so his market is quite protected now. Yeah. What's the best advice you've ever received? Oh um, gosh. In terms of like being creative or you know, being a broadcaster or... Oh, that is a great question. The best advice I've ever received. Hmm. I mean, it's stuff I tell myself. Like, my thing is, like, if you feel the fear and do it anyway, I'm just like, fuck it. Because if it's not, like, lean in, if it's not you, who the fuck's it going to be? That, that, I've had to tell myself that. Obviously, like, look, we've all got our talents, we've all got our skill sets and whatever, but if, if things are happening and put in your way, like, why are you running away from it? I think I've had to really get to that lately. So, yeah. Well, I think have, you, have you had instincts it. to run away? I think so, a little bit. I mean, look, if, I don't know a single person that hasn't had, like, imposter syndrome. Like, oh, no, why should I be here? Da, 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 da. I'm just like, well, it's you. It's you, so you may as well, like, enjoy yourself. So I think that's that's my current mood. Yeah, Russ, do Strictly Come Dancing. Yeah, exactly. Embrace the fear. That was my, ba- that was my like, <laughs> sneaky way of trying to make you do... Right. Just to make you dance. Make you Christmas special. Let's just, oh, I'd rather do something at the RA with you. Okay, let's, let's sure. All right. Mode. I'll dance at the RA. Final question is, what is your favourite colour and why? Yellow. Yellow. Yes, and yellow. you're wearing I it. I love yellow so much. It makes me feel happy. Um, I think there's a shade of yellow to suit everybody. Do you know, actually, a load of my white girlfriends are like, oh my God, I can't wear yellow. Especially my, my super alabaster sisters. <laughs> like, I can't. And I was like, um, I think I'm an alabaster sister. No, no, you, you, no you're not completely alabaster. You're not, pale, you're not look, that pale. I mean, look at the inside of my arms. I am no, no. so pale. I think I know people are arguably white. Actually, Ashley B is an alabaster sister. Mm. I was skin. born ginger, so oh, I really? do have ginger okay. jeans, yes. But there's a shade of yellow to suit you. Yeah. In fact, the yellow on your T-shirt you could wear. Yeah, you look good in that yellow, There babe. you go. Guys. Also, the T-shirt you're wearing today is like a bandana. It is. It is so beautiful. Thank you so much. That's, I mean, that's like an artwork in itself. Indeed, exactly. And again, it's well, yeah, art's a language, isn't it? You know, obviously there's lots of different varied histories with bandanas across lots of different like communities, you know, whether, oh, yeah, it's, whether, it's, whether you're looking for sex or <laughs> in a rival gang. A bandana, a yellow bandana in queer culture means piss. Wonderful. I mean, oh, I've never... <laughs> I've never been a fan of Golden Shower myself. I was thinking hey. more like Japan or something. Sort yeah. Of oh. Ancient, like, craft. Well, fun of this is, it's a Kenzo t-shirt. Oh, is it? Exactly. There you See? go. Yeah. I was thinking of, like, Japanese history and yeah. culture. Yeah. Um, love that. <laughs> but I, okay. just to cate- categorically, and I do not, I'm not kink-shaming, I am not into Golden Showers. <laughs> and I just want to give a shout-out to Ashling actually, because her blue dress that she wore to the bathroom oh, the other night gorgeous. was iconic. I mean, she looks so amazing. She's so beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Was it like cerulean blue? Is that no? Is it too light? No. I don't know. It was such. A is that the blue from Devil Wears Prada? Oh, yeah. <laughs> How interesting. Was it no? <laughs> because that, there's that whole sort of like monologue that she yeah, does, yeah, yeah. and that's why you're wearing that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chest kiss. Amazing. Love it. Well, thank you so much. We love you. Oh, my God. I love you. And honestly, when I was signed up to your Instagram, you know, followed your Instagram and I saw that you had had an artwork in your house, I was like, she's living with real art, like unique art. I love her even more. Thanks. But um, I'm very excited for the Royal Academy that you are now going to be on board with them because I think you're going to help take them to a whole lot. I hope so. I hope so. Let's do some fun stuff. Well, look, do you know what? Maybe an idea is you could do a talk art live at the RA. We would love to. And actually, Russell could dance. There you go. Yes. Beautiful. See, I knew there was a point With you or you you would set up like a... I don't know. Maybe like, I I don't know, I could... Mediate or get you with a with a cool <laughs> new artist or something or yeah invite people to come watch 
could be fun and then like some, and some music after. Love. Beautiful. Living Love. The dream. There you, you go. Um, yeah, so what, what have you got up next? Have you, what's your next? Have you got anything? I've got something I can't talk about, but it's exciting. Okay. And that's I'm gonna, annoying for everyone. I know, that's, re- yeah. that's really annoying, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've, got, I've still got my radio shows. So tune in, Future Sounds. Uh, evening, sounds. six o'clock, Radio One. Um, and then, yeah, a couple of telly bits that people will see towards the end of the year that I'm excited about. So, you know, winning. make sure you watch them. Brilliant. Brilliant. And you're on Instagram, at Clara. Just Anfo. at Clara Anfo. Perfect. Yeah. Brilliant. Direct. Yes, Direct. and for everyone listening, we will be posting pictures of everything we've discussed today. Go to Clara's Instagram and look at all the images of the works that we've been talking about in her own collection. Yeah. And enjoy life. And yeah, get out there and see some art. <laughs> be inspired by yeah. Clara's message. Yes. A lot of museums in the UK are free, so go visit them. We'll be back very soon. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Clara. Bye. 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 You've been listening to Talk Art with Robert Diamond and Russell Tovey. Follow us on Instagram at Talk Art, where you can view images of all artworks discussed in today's episode, with music by Jack Northover. Subscribe to Talk Art at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, or wherever it is that you get your podcasts. Give us a rating and write us a comment. Thanks for listening. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.